Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury. And today's episode, Grieving and Growth. While I was married, tearing or crying was seen as something inappropriate that should be done in private, away from everybody else. And the usual response, if I was upset at something, would be, just come back in the room when you feel better. I felt isolated in that moment. Over the years, I came to think that crying is actually something wrong to do. What I realized with time is that tears is actually a process of grieving, of letting go. When you feel that it cannot be done or when it feels wrong, you don't want to let go and therefore you're preventing growth of happening at the same time. Just in the last six months, I realized how much tears have an impact in my growth. The idea behind it is to accept them and to let it flow. I see it now as like the rain, like we welcome the rain. We don't like the storm in that moment. It's kind of inconvenient if we have to drive somewhere. However, we know that the earth as a whole need the rain. We accept that. It's part of nature. Crying is part of our nature too. And it's very interesting how when it comes to us as human beings, we have a different reaction towards the tears. Some people will have judgment towards it. I learned that to let go of any judgment and just embracing them is part of the process. I remember when my son would be little and if he, of course, if he'd fall on the floor, he would cry, I would want to console him and make him feel better. My mother instinct was not to tell him that tears were wrong. My mother instinct was to make him feel that I understand him and I, I am with him in, while he's processing so that he's not alone. I think that is where compassion comes in. What I notice is that we live in a place where we've been somewhat programmed all through life and how we should behave. For example, as a child, you will be told what to do, or what time to go eat, or what time to go to school. And over the years, we get conditioned to do certain things, not because we really want to do them, but because we were told that this is the right thing to do. Is that really so? I'm not sure. This is not a place where I can say for everybody is the same. It's, it's all up to you how you feel about it. But what I found out is that the soul, over time, when it does what others expect of you, rather than doing what you really love and what you're passionate about, it's like your soul is accumulating garbage and dirt, and it cannot express itself. Usually it comes in the form of the ego and your mind will say, wow, if I would do what I really love, but then how do I pay the bills? Or how do I, and you start having all these questions. It's like you're dancing between the future and the past. And oftentimes, as the dirt is on your soul, you cannot step forward into the future because you're afraid. You cannot see what you're gonna gain. All your mind can see is what you're going to lose. And crying, by the way, is part of losing something. 
we grieve when we lose a loved one. We grieve when we lose a job or something that we were holding on to. However, as I experienced in the last six months, so many moments of intense grieving, I realized in doing so, my soul was getting cleaner. The dirt was washing away. It felt like my heart was broken, except that I knew it was not my heart that was broken. It was the old story, the story that I identified myself as. That was what was melting away. Of course, it's really painful because it's, again, grieving something that we believe to be true for so long. And now, in that moment, it's no longer true. When I did the pitch back in February, I took myself out of my comfort zone. And in doing so, I proved that I can be someone greater, that I can show up on stage in front of 500 people and I can put my ask out there loud and clear. In doing so, I had to break away the old girl who was terrified, who was hiding in the lab for so many years. The funny thing is, as I learned the process, I realized that the more emotional, the more painful are the tears, the bigger are the breakthroughs. From that place, then you can start creating from new. You create a new future instead of dragging the old story with you. You feel lighter. You feel relieved. You feel like you are on purpose. And it's no longer about what others think of what you should be doing. It's about you knowing for sure in your heart that what you do is the right thing. I found it necessary for me to do all this process on my own. Although at the time I wished I had a soul next to me that would console me, it would have prevent some of the releasing. There is something about going deep within your heart and your soul that is best done when you're by yourself. The beautiful thing here is to not have judgment in why you cry so much or what's going to happen to you is to just be in that moment and let it flow. Of course, I have to add to this that it's really important when you go through this to always believe in yourself, believe in your ability, believe in the mighty power of God or the universe. Now, I want to throw a word of caution and it's in regards to your thoughts. This is why thoughts matter so much, because what you wish for is what the universe is trying to give you more of. Therefore, when you cry and you want to be the new you, what you're saying to yourself in that moment is what you're going to get more of. Be aware of that, because I also know that you can be crying from a place of despair and worry, and in doing so, you will bring more of that. You may not have what you want today, but you have one thing. We all have the same thing, is we have the ability to think. We have our thoughts. No matter how rich or poor we are, we have thoughts. We have the power to direct them towards what we want that will make us feel abundant and happy. We have the same power 
to bring us down and make us feel miserable and unhappy. Only one person can do that, and it's you for yourself. In this topic today, what I want to mention about grieving and growth is I realize that it's hand in hand together. In order to grow, in order to achieve a better version of yourself, it requires that you release something. And the release comes in the form of tears. Now, I'm wondering, as I'm saying this, does it mean that if you don't cry, you don't grow? I will not be able to answer that question. It's up to you. You would know best. Are you achieving better results? Are you moving ahead in your life? It depends what you're using as a way to measure your success. Some people use their wealth as being successful. And yet, they come home and they are unhappy. The question is, why is that? So, it may be that there's something missing. I'm not saying that they have to cry and then the happiness will come. It's a little longer than that because you really have to go and dive inside yourself to really figure out what's stopping you from just being a pure loving being in that moment. What I wish to all of you is to live in a place of abundance and love. How you define abundance for you, it's up to you. You know what you want in life. What I want to achieve may not be what you want to achieve and that is perfectly okay. What I mean to say here is that when your happiness depends on someone else, it creates codependency. In that place, you're going to seek always to hold on to. And I'm not so sure that codependency is happiness. We may feel that is the way to be. And that's really also up to you how you feel. The question is, are you happy inside your heart when you are by yourself and when you just do your thing? Or do you feel like there's judgment, resentment, afraid of losing someone? All these negative emotions are signs that something is tugging at your heart and soul. What I invite you to do is to look inside and see what is it that it's trying to tell you. Usually the answer is there. So often we are looking at the outer world to solve our problem and yet the best place to search is inside. In conclusion to this episode, I want to let you know that growth and tears are normal and you are not alone. If it happens to you, just embrace it and look for the positive outlook. The key is to have faith and see beyond what you will become. When you're on the other side, your soul will be less muddy, much lighter to take a new approach to your new life. I am so grateful that you are tuning in and I'm wishing you a wonderful week. Bye for now. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com.